Hey guys, it's Derek from Derek Shine Photography. Hope you guys have all had a great day and welcome again to our audio podcast series. Today we're recording episode number five and we're going to be talking about a technique in photography which I must admit that I wasn't too early in embracing and ultimately it's just a it's just an excuse for poor technique and it's a new mistake and as soon as you you realize that and you get good at doing this I guarantee you that the quality of your portraiture will increase a hundred times if not more and that technique I'm talking about is something very simple and that's the use of artificial lighting so what does that mean it basically means that we're using light that is going to either complement or supplement or replace the light that's available naturally. And by that, we usually mean the sun. If you're going to be taking pictures anytime outside of the golden hour, which is usually about half an hour to 45 minutes or an hour just before sunset, where the light is beautiful and it's orange and it's glowy and the portraits look amazing no matter what you try and do, you're going to end up struggling, especially during the other, you know, during the other 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 hours of sunshine, which you get depending on the time of year and the location. Um, you're going to end up with a lot of harsh overhead light where it's going to create a lot of shadow. It's going to be one of those unflattering lights, which is going to cause a lot of areas in the face to be blown out. And not to mention that, you know, without the ability to control light, what do you do when you face situations where the light is dappled? So, you know, if the sun is shining between tree branches and you're getting faces which are partially shaded, you're getting, you know, bright highlights in other parts of the face and it just doesn't look good. Or if, you, if you've got backlit situations where the subjects, you know, are facing away from the sun and the sun's kind of like, just giving them that almost a silhouette sort of look, you know, that's that's a great sign that, you know, you're, you're an amateur. And the other thing is, you know, where, where you have to position, you know, on the other hand, position your subjects so that they're looking directly into the sun, just so that you don't get that sort of underexposed facial features and you end up having all your subjects either wearing sunglasses or having to squint because the sun's so bright. And what do you do when, you, when your photography involves you doing something indoors when there actually is no sunlight? So they're all the things that can be easily dealt with if you are proficient in the use of artificial light. Now, there are two main types of artificial or non-natural light that we, we know is that of either on-camera flash or off-camera flash. With on-camera flash, there are two basic options. One is a little pop-up flash or the built-in flash that comes with your camera. Um, they basically just a tiny little thing which faces forward and fires directly straight at the subject. Then there are speed lights. So they're the, they're the external flashes, which are larger units which you attach to the hot shoe of your camera. And the better ones allow you to alter the direction of light by tilting or rotating the head. And most of them come with you know, either a diffuser or, or a white card, bounce card, which allows you to bounce the light. The other major option in terms of artificial lighting is the use of off-camera flash. So with that, you can either take that same speed light and take it off-camera. And by to do that, you require some sort of a 
transmitter system that allows the camera to communicate with the flash wirelessly. Or you can buy dedicated off-camera studio strobes, which are really wonderful, but they are big and they're bulky and they're expensive. And some of them do require you to be attached to, you know, a power cable. So there are a lot of considerations to consider. And today we're just going to go through all of them and have a chat about which one might be the right one for you. When it comes to deciding what the best flash system is for you, it really is it's a compromise between what you want to achieve and the amount of money that you have available to spend. Now, certainly I would discourage anybody from using that flip-up flash, the pop-up flash on your camera because they never yield good photos because it's like that deer in headlights thing where you just basically got a huge spotlight pointed at somebody's face and it's, it's horrible and just, just don't use it. Now, in terms of the, off, the on-camera flash, which is a speed line which you attach to the hot shoe, um, there are special circumstances which, you know, you can do this, but the main thing about that is just also not to point the flash directly at subjects because it causes the same effect. Bouncing it off a ceiling, bouncing it off a wall, using light modifiers, diffusers, and things like that are the ideal way to use flash. The only time that you can get away with pointing a flash directly at the subject and not not have a hideous picture is when you use high-speed sync, which is a technique that you do use in bright sunlight, which is used to try and overpower the sun, but you you're shooting at shutter speeds which are above the maximum sync speed of your flash and it gets a bit complicated but basically you're trying to shoot at very wide apertures um, and using flash to just to light the face and that's a that's a really important technique that you can learn as well in terms of the off-camera flash there are a number of systems it depends on what camera manufacturer that you have in terms of what is available there are proprietary methods there are various you know off-market brands of these wireless transmitters and it really depends on the quality that you're after and the reliability you will obviously need somewhere to put this off-camera flash you could potentially hold it or get someone else to hold it but you could also buy light stands and attach them to to diffusers and soft boxes which really enhance the effect and finally, as we said, there are the studio strobes. They're like things like the Profoto, and some of which come with battery power packs that you can take and be more portable with. But it really, again, you're looking at thousands of dollars for these things. So it really depends on how how you choose to, to go with that way and how serious you are with your portrait photography. But I would strongly suggest to all the budding portrait photographers out there that you, you experiment with using off-camera flash and try and get really good at it, or at least try and get competent at it. Initially, you can use TTL, which is basically the flash on auto, and it calculates the flash exposure for you based on everything else. You don't get that control, and you may not be able to get the background um, exposure exactly the way you want to. You may not be able to isolate the subjects as well, but it's a great place to start. And you will notice straight away that as soon as you start using off-camera flash, that your portraits are a million times better because the face is lit properly. 
you get that beautiful catch light in their eyes, which is, you know, it, it's a good thing because it makes their li- their eyes look alive rather than dull and, and horrible. And you get that with, with Flash. And, you know, as I said, you just get a beautifully exposed face and you don't have to deal with these silhouettes and underexposed faces you know, you get into the situations where you're outdoors and you have to choose the option of whether you expose the face properly or you got to expose to the background. In a conventional situation when you're not using flash, you may be faced with the issue that you either expose to the background, which is the sky, and you underexpose the faces without flash to fill it in, or you expose the face for the faces and you blow out the sky so the sky becomes completely white. And that's just the way it is with natural light. And unless you can get that perfect, you know, you're not going to get the portraits that you're after. So have a good think about it. If you have any questions or inquiries about how to use off-camera flash, or if you just want to make some comments about this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Contact me via my email address, which is Derek at DerekChaiPhotography.com.au, or DM me or reach out to me on social media. And, you know, all these things that we talk about in photography, it's just a matter of getting out there and practicing and learning stuff. So until next time, catch you later.